Hey, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And tell them the news, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored, so I quit. She seriously said, like, I'm bored, we're quitting. And I was But like, not the podcast. Don't don't stress. Right? <laughs> what so Allison said, you know what? I'm just I'm done. I'm bored and we're done with Proverbs 31. And I said, well, Allison, truth be told, if you're bored, then the rest of us are already asleep. Because <laughs> I can talk about Jesus a long time. Yeah, girl. I can. Yeah. But I'm done with Proverbs 31, woman. Right, because she's exhausting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, like, we can nitty gritty that, but, like, really. Totally. Like, just read it. You got this, people. Like, just read it and don't take, just strive to be follow Jesus every day and you know if it all falls together and you're kind and gracious and forgiving and edify your husband great great then that is the fruit of the spirit coming out in you right but we don't need to talk about that anymore thank you yeah because like, I feel like that's over talked and we're straight up like throwing out the last few episodes yeah know? that we already recorded we're like yeah <laughs> so um Sometimes God will just like stop you in your tracks. Totally. Yes, he will. Yeah. And we had microphone issues. Right. With those. That was like God going, hey, girls, seriously. Uh-huh. Maybe you should listen to your little boredom <laughs> in the back of your head, Allison. <laughs> Pay attention to my Holy Spirit nudging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, um, you know, when God is shaking things up and moving things around when you have a plan, it could be a little uncomfortable. So mm. I just rearranged my entire house. Now my living room is now my dining room. Oh and my gosh, time. it looks so good. Thanks. Yeah. Crazy. Did it all by myself. I like, did have a good friend help me talk it through. So she just kind of made me feel better that I wasn't cray cray in the head. Well, I mean, not about your furniture, but we haven't really. <laughs> <laughs> just, just about the furniture. <laughs> we won't touch that other subject. Right. Um, and then we went on a walk and I came back and I just did it. I did it all. Yo, Nobody we're talking knew. like massive overhaul here. Shocking. Literally moved two rooms. By herself. The couch is like 20 Allisons put together. It's humongous. Yeah. That was interesting. How's your back today, baby? I think it'll be sore tomorrow. But you know what I did? This is a good tip. So I wouldn't scratch my floors. It is a, it is in three pieces. So that was helpful, right? And I put... um little soft squishy towels on two ends of the feet oh. and then I picked it up on the other end and I pushed it in there nice yeah so I have a fun life hack. they're still under there oh I still have to get them out we'll get those out okay thanks <laughs> I have a fun life hack okay do it you know it's been cold and rainy and dreary here in North Carolina yeah hadn't missed that and mm -hmm. I'm from Florida which is the sunshine state which now I know why they call it the sunshine state <laughs> didn't realize you guys had a stuff up here <laughs> It's usually not like this, I totally promise. But today, the sun is out. Yes. But it's kind of like fake because it's still cold. Right. So today on the way here, the sun's beaming in my car. Oh. I just crank up the jams because, you know, I love music. I, mm -hmm. And then I turn my seat warmer on, uh -huh. but not the heat on the dashboard, just the seat warmer. And so oh. it felt like the sun was just like roasting me. Oh. It's pretty awesome. We call those seat heaters. Oh, what did I call it? <laughs> um, oh, I just, that's just what we call them. Yeah. I don't know. 
Anyways, I'm just saying, y'all, it's cold outside, but just sit in your car and turn the... <laughs> I love that. You might even be able to, like, crack by the afternoon. You might even be able to crack your, um, what you call it? Your window. Your sunroof, if you have one. Oh, I don't have one. I ain't that fancy, girl. Come on now. I don't even know if I have one, because I never open it. Girl, you're cracking me up. <laughs> I really don't even know if I have a sunroof. We have a laundry list. We have to go look at your car. For- <laughs> we have to get those little things out from under my couch. And if you have a sunroof, we are going for a ride, and I'm going to stand <gasps> up, and I'm going to like scream at the top of my lungs. That's actually going to be a cool video. We yeah. might post that for y'all. Yes. Facts. Ooh, you could ride with me to do carpool football, and we can embarrass all <gasps> the boys. That is so fun. Oh, my gosh. That's an idea. Okay. Okay. What, what are we talking about today? Um, we digress. Okay, so we did cover the fact that we're bored and we're moving on from our Proverbs 31 series. And we did touch on the fact that we, you know, sometimes God switches things up on you. Yeah. And how do you handle that? You know, sometimes we sit, we have a pity party. Sometimes you just rearrange your entire house. Um, I like what to do you exercise. Do? Mm-hmm. I exercise and I clean. Oh. And I mean like nitty gritty clean. Like get on your hands and knees in your kitchen with a toothbrush and some baking soda and scrub the tile grout. Wow. It, it's a problem. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> it's a real but I'll move your couch any day. I love it. <laughs> Together, girl. We Isn't it interesting? I mean, I think we all have these little coping mechanisms we get um, when things kind of get, when they get shaken up. Mm-hmm. And I love, um, we've all heard Matthew 11, um, 28, we? 28 through 30. When I read it to you, okay. you'll be like, oh yeah. It's one of those verses uh-huh. that even if you're not a church person, you've probably heard it. Right. And it's because they put it at hospitals and stuff. Oh. Like when you walk in at Rex, yeah. even. Anyway, come to me. All of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. All of you take up my yoke and learn from me because I am gentle and humble in heart and you will rest, find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You recognize that? I do recognize that. (laughs) I do. It's just the come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest part. Yeah. I feel weary and burdened a lot. But we're not allowed to, like, be weary and burnt. You know, we're not allowed to be weary in this day and age. We have to get busy, right? That's right. And you got to just keep moving. I mean, I even say to myself sometimes, put on your big girl panties and keep, keep get going, girlfriend. But it's a balance. Yeah, that's true. Facts. It is a balance. I love, I think, you know, when I read that verse, it kind of popped in. There have been so many changes lately. I mean, just this week. Melissa, I have four friends all on Wednesday um, getting test results from scary mm. things, getting second, you know, mammograms, getting <sighs> surgery, having surgery all on Wednesday this week. It's really, it's really crazy. And I just, so this verse has just kind of been going over and over in my mind and just so many things are changing, you know? And so I went to the message translation, which I love. Mm-hmm. So in your face, you know. So y'all, just so you don't know, if you're new to the Bible, there are different translations, and the message is kind of just raw and edgier. Yeah, that? it's just like real life. It'd be like you and me talking the Bible out, right? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, is there a second up buttercup in there? There might be somewhere. Oh, right. We'll have to check it out. Um, but the for Matthew, 
it says this. Are you tired? Yeah, worn girl. out? Mm-hmm. Burned out on religion? Mm, Come yeah. to me. <laughs> Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Mm. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. I love that. Learn the unforced. Sorry about those dogs. Is that part of the... <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry about that dog sitting in the scripture. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. That is so beautiful to me. Unforced. Because so many times I feel like I'm forcing this kindness. I'm forcing this forgiveness. I'm forcing these things because I'm striving for so much. I'm not just letting it flow through me. Right. And it says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I love that ill-fitting too because I think so many times when we get feel backed into a corner mm-hmm. and get frazzled and tired and worn out, it's because we have put something ill-fitting on ourselves. We have taken on a responsibility God hasn't called us to. Mm-hmm. Ever mm-hmm. done that? Well, when you say ill-fitting, I immediately went to like my jeans after I've had too many cinnamon rolls that my husband made. Yeah, there's that. Or after Christmas. Yeah. Mm. But yes, I have definitely, when you're not operating in your things that God's called you to, I want to say gifts and talents, but that is so like blah, blah, you know, Christianese talk. But when you're not operating in your wheelhouse, let's use that word. Right. It is 10 times more exhausting. It is. And and with that said, though, sometimes God does take you out of your wheelhouse or what you think is your wheelhouse and your comfort zone to stretch you and to move you into another place that he desires for you to go and to and to walk with him and to work with him, as it says. I love that. Work with me. But he's not saying just go off and do this thing. Right. Figure it out. You'll be fine. Suck it up, buttercup, put on your big girl panties. He is saying, walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Like, I'm with you in that. Well, you know what? I was just thinking about this today. I've been reading a lot of Noah, and um, God... Um, you know, God says that Noah was someone that walked with God. Noah was known mm-hmm. as someone who walked with God, just like Enoch. And I thought, what a perfect imagery of how we're supposed to live our life, walking with him. And you just said, mm-hmm. work with me. Well, I tend to run ahead. Like God kind of like says, hey, see that hill there? That's where we're heading. And I'm like, great. And then I take off running. <laughs> and then right. I hit something and I'm like, Ah, oh, crap. Let me go back. Yeah, I thought and, we were going up that mountain. And he's like, yeah, but we're, we're hanging out back here for a minute, right? <laughs> right. We're taking the long way. Yes. Uh-huh. Or a uh, different route. Yeah, but I will say back to the whole operating in a wheelhouse. When God moves you out of your wheelhouse, as at least for me, my experience so far, there's still some excitement and juice behind it. You totally. know you're uncomfortable. You know that this is not what you feel like you're gifted in. But there's just a different feeling versus I'm forcing myself to do this thing because someone has asked me to do it or I feel like it's my responsibility. Absolutely. It's more of like a fear factor mm-hmm. when God's calling you out. It's like, mm, that doesn't really make sense, but it's a little exciting. But that's a little freaking me. It's freaking me out. You're freaking me out. <laughs> You're freaking me out. Um, he does like to freak us out a little sometimes. Take us yeah. out of our comfort. Not in a bad way. But, like, to take us out of our comfort zone so that we rely on him more. I mean, when I do that and take that step with him, just kind of like canceling the rest of this part. I mean, 
that seemed weird for me because I'm such an ori- a schedule oriented. It's like, oh, well, we have this little series. How could we mess that up? It's No, it's- seriously, the last time we met, you had us mapped out for the next eight weeks. I know. And this is so not me. Yeah, I'm proud of you. But there's just like this comfort and there's this excitement and just going with God's plan. And right. it does become easier. It still freaks you out. Right. But, <laughs> but you know when it starts to become an easy road, then he's going to go, left turn. <laughs> yeah. And think about Noah, right? I think about Noah a lot, especially because lately, because of all the rain. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, facts. I'm like, like how, how many times have we said, well, I think it's time to build an ark. And I'm not on Facebook, so apparently everyone's saying it, but I didn't know that. Uh, um, so to me, it was my original thought. Yeah, but um, Just go with that. I'm going with that in my little special world. Um, but everybody thought he was cray-cray. Yeah. You know? Everyone thought that that man was nuts out there, no rain, building this giant boat, big boat. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he He's even huge. had doubts sometimes, but he stayed the course And he let God, he just followed what God told him. But here's the deal. That was part of him walking with God daily because Mm -hmm. he knew God's faithfulness. You know, I I think over years and years, he had developed such a reliance on God and such a relationship on God with God that like, it was kind of like, God, this is crazy, but we going to do it. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, I wonder how he... I wonder how he got past, surely though, there were days when all of the nitpicking and the talking about him behind his back and the rumors in a small village. I mean, surely there were days I got to him, you know, but he obviously overcame it because that man and his family and those animals were on the boat, but it took him forever. He was so obedient for all that time. I mean, he built it for 120 years. 120. I thought it was 100. 120 years before he saw a drop of rain. A drop. I mean, there was probably some like little rain showers on occasion. They were like, oh, Noah, how's that boat working out for you? <laughs> Y'all, I would have taken a two by four and whooped somebody's, you know what? You know. Oh, it yeah, took you know. That 120 years for him to see God's plan come to fruition. And that whole time he remained faithful and kept building that boat. Now y'all, we don't have a life expectancy of 120. Thank you, Jesus. Right. But so we don't hopefully have to wait that long to see God work in our lives. (laughs) But sometimes it does feel like 120 years. Yeah. Just yesterday uh was 120 years long. (laughs) (laughs) The past year has been 120 years. So much rain y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Bring it, Noah. Bring it. Um anyway, I I just I love I love going back to the translation. If you haven't ever opened the um the message translation, I mean you can look it up online too. There's so many Bible apps and everything, but check it out because it and look up some of these scriptures and read it because there's just so in your face and real that there's no if, ands, or buts. About what it's saying. So seriously, if you find Suck It Up Buttercup in there, please send us a scripture that it applies to. Yeah, we could probably search that. We could. We could. We, we could search it. I might do it. After we find your sunroof and move the 
towels from underneath your chairs. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, our to-do list is getting really long. I'm telling you, girl. It's going to be 128 long. <laughs> I would also like to hear from you all. How do you... How do you cope with like change or stress or when things are shifting? You know, what is it that you go to? Um, I rearrange. Sometimes I, wa- I walk a lot. Um, Melissa obviously goes through a lot of toothbrushes yeah. and baking soda. It does take a lot of toothbrushes. Y'all can get her that for Christmas if you're a friend. You know, I really miss kickboxing classes because I would, Ooh. yeah, I would whoop somebody up Ooh. in kickboxing classes. Take her so in a, good. with you if you have to go to a dark alley sometime. I, I do get kind of excited. Like my son and I binge watched um, Dog the Bounty Hunter last night. Oh my God. I know you were hoping I would say like Chosen or something, but it was Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Um, he's, he's pretty awesome. He's pretty tough. I have, I haven't really watched a lot of his stuff. Oh my gosh, seriously? But I've like seen it sort of-ish. So I wanted to be a, like, a bounty hunter, Uh police officer, like anything like that. Because I think Mm -hmm. you wouldn't see me coming. I mean, you would see me coming, but you'd be like, oh, okay. No, don't have to worry about that one. Right. Well, I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. Oh, girl. I know. I think they are so cool. I actually know someone who was a Navy SEAL. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would never make it. Like, I don't like to be cold, and I don't like to be too hot, and right. I don't want you to try to drown me in training um, or whatever they do. I think it's, like, super tough. Like, I wouldn't make it through. I don't want people yelling at me. Oh, yeah. So, I wouldn't make it, but I think it would be so cool to be, like, undercover going in, saving people, and all that cool gear. So, you want to go save people, and I want to go kill people undercover. It's all good. Like, assassin. We're, we're a good team. We are a good team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. A little bit's coming out today, right? <laughs> uh, the Lord never called me to that, to Navy SEAL. Right, I thought... So I just watch it on TV. Yeah, that's how I feel with Dr. Bounty Hunter. Yeah. I mean, he was saying, some families get together and have barbecues. We get together and hunt people. I'm like, yes, I can be your other daughter. He has like 10 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so here's how I want to switch this around. Um, So there are probably things like that in your life that you've always thought, oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Like mm-hmm. I would never be able to be a Navy SEAL, but going in and secretly saving people, you know, that's kind of what I do now, but for Jesus, right? not in secret, but you know, sometimes bringing people close to Jesus isn't like showing up, knocking on the front door and reading some scripture to them. It's just like delivering flowers, taking them a meal, loving on them, being yeah. kind to them in the grocery store. And um, them seeing that peace, and then eventually you're saving them. You're we're not right. God is, but ultimately it's from that sharing of love. And mm-hmm. you're kind of doing that same thing too. You're going out and you're finding the tough ones and beating them with two by fours <laughs> <laughs> or a Bible. Yeah, <laughs> scripture. Scripture. Sometimes. Doesn't scripture sometimes it's so convicting feel like you're being hit with a two by four though? Oh yeah. So convicting sometimes. Mm. I read it and I'm like, no, I was really having a good day. I was really (laughs) starting to feel a little bit better about myself. Now I read that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's not what scripture is intended to do, but it's, 
if you're paying attention and you care, like it can mm-hmm. be so convicting and just a reminder of how we need to refocus and is go it, back walking with the Lord. Is it really bad if I say, if you read scripture and you're not convicted, you might need to read it a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> that is not a bad thing to say. That's the truth. Yeah, I That's mean, the hardcore truth. I sometimes fall into the trap where I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish so and so would hear that message. And God's like, how about you pay attention first, girl? Ooh. I agree. And sitting there sometimes, you know, we're all about sitting there and talking with God and telling him what we want, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, I really need this. And I need you to, these people, they're sick and this and this and this. And um, I was reminded when Jesus was um, with the man who was demon possessed, you know, and, and he said, what is it that you want from me? He asked the man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, He's always asking us that, you know, and we're always telling him what we want, even. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when I was spending some quiet time with him the other day, it came to my heart. It was like, okay, let's switch this up. And I wrote in the middle of my paper, Jesus, what do you want from me today? Mm -hmm. Love, Allison. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is literally switching that stuff up. And it was amazing what came out of the asking and sitting and reflecting on that question, just by switching that question around. And instead of talking, 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 talking to him, listening, 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 and trying to find that unforced, I can't say that word today, unforced, unforced rhythm of grace. I love the unforced rhythm of grace, but you know, I, I don't know if I can ever attain that because we are broken. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to have these thoughts that are not like God's thoughts. And so that's probably why it's just so far out of our sinful mind. Right. But with him. Right. But it's hard to accept something you can't give. It is. It always is. But with him, it's all possible. I mean, we're not going to be perfect. Right. We're going to have those oh, unforced <laughs> rhythms of grace flowing like rivers and champagne fountains and chocolate fountains some days. And then other days, it's going to be like a bunch of hair stuck in a sink, clogging it up. Oh, you know? So I listen to this great podcast. You know, I junk out to it. Like, that is my thing. I'm always cooking, listening to podcasts or cleaning. And I, I don't remember who it was. It was MILET podcast. I'll have to tag um, which episode it was. But it was a um, professional football player. And it talks about how humble he was, but also how he had had some um, mental issues and anxiety and that sort of thing. And he has a timer on his phone. And every hour, Ooh. a little buzz goes off. that says, what are you grateful for? It's like his gratefulness reminder. And <gasps> that so is awesome. what a great way when you are going through a tough time. Um, because it'll interrupt your pity party, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to have a pity party, but we need to interrupt it. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to figure out the frequency for me because I think every hour I might chuck my phone out the window pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, that would be too much for me. But I think maybe sometimes we have to force that rhythm until yeah. we can. Some days we might need it every hour. Yeah. You know, I think it depends on the day too. Hmm. Well, I just think this week, if there's something, a big change going on in your life, a big mm-hmm. shift, Something that's always been there, a routine, a comfort that has been taken away. You know, it could be in work. It could be in relationships. It could be in ministry. It could be in 
anything. Yeah. You know, a hobby. My neighbors, I just found out yesterday, my favorite little neighbors are moving to Chapel Hill. The ones over there. Yeah. Aww. With the sweet little girl that runs around yeah. the front yard with Gypsy, our puppy. And I have her draw sidewalk chalk pictures in my driveway because I miss that my children, Aww. you know. Does that mean I need to move in? Yeah, totally. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, you know, so there's there's always things that are constant mm-hmm. change. We are guaranteed change in life. Mm-hmm. And it's what we do with it. And we will get tired and worn out and burned out on religion. But just go to Jesus and get away with him and walk with him and watch how he does it. I love how it says that. And he's not going to lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on us. And he'll help to teach us how to live freely and lightly, which mm. sounds awesome to me. It kind of sounds like a spa that I want to go to. It does. We should yeah. go down right now and see if you have a sunroof. And if you do, we're going to open it, turn the heated seats on, and go to the spa. Let's do it, girl. Hey, All right. thanks for joining us today on The Center and the Saint. We hope you're getting ready to go out for a ride and enjoy the sunshine and open your sunroof. See you later. 